Welcome to Books, Brews, and Besties. I'm Jenny, and this is Haley. And we've got our brews. Do you? This stuff is so good. Yeah. And now we can edit this the way down. Yeah. Yeah. The intro is so hard. (laughs) (laughs) The toughest part. After that, everything's fine. Since this one is your baby, you you made a little intro, right? Yeah. So I'm I'm hugging Iron Flame right now. Um, that's gonna be our bonus episode. I'm very excited. Same. Um, but yes, Fourth Wing. Now we read. We just finished the Fourth Wing Christmas edition with the bonus episodes from Zayden. Yes. Zayden, a little shadow daddy coming there. For those of you who have not read Fourth Wing. Please go read it because and stop listening because we're going to talk about everything that happened. Everything. Well, everything. Yeah, everything. <laughs> All of it. Everything. everything we think is important, and you know, um, it's an adult book, so we're going to be adulting over here, as you can probably already tell by our brew today. Yeah, and you know what? So when I listened to it, just a side note, when I listened to it, I was like, you know, I don't know, understand why people say that this is like a romanticy book because i don't remember any of the scenes and then when i read it i was like oh yeah he like is saying some <laughs> words so i get it now i don't know how i missed it in the audiobook but i'm glad that i actually read instead of just re-listen yeah. i'm glad we actually read the book but yeah anyway i think that what got me the most about it being the adult was like straight away it's just like death violent <laughs> violent <Yeah>. death <laughs> um i think i i remember here i was like death violent sex and rock and roll <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like not very much rock and roll but i mean the outfits the black outfits go with yeah. rock and roll the leather and stuff it's pretty rock and roll i it's guess like it's all happening um so did you write like a summary about what going to a say to the people um obviously <laughs> it's okay but <clears throat> So our our main character Violet Violet Sarngale, she we meet her straight away, and she is preparing to enter the Riders Quadrant, um, which is a school, a college, I should say, for twenty year olds and that's Gaia, yes, yeah. and over for <laughs> and over uh, for learning how to become a dragon rider, which is very exciting um, because. Yeah, because Zayden is 23 in fourth wing, right? Yeah. I think so. Because he's, yeah, he's third year. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. that would make sense. 23. She's 20. And her mom's like, yeah, bugger off. You're off to dragon school. And her sister's like, don't do it to her because you can't. All of this. Um, And Violet's like in between being like, I can do it. And actually, no, I can't. And I can do it. And everything's really heavy. But I can do it. This is when I die. (laughs) Yeah, because her little mantra is... I will, I will not die, die today. today. <laughs> Which is, is pretty cool. I mean, I know that Rebecca Yaris, the author, wrote specifically for her to have a, like a disease, a, an it, like ailment, an ailment. Yes, that um, she she herself has, and she thinks diversity is a very important thing, which we obviously all do. And I love that that is our main character. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not just like the out of the blue yeah. tough girl doesn't need anyone exactly we get to see her like build up to yeah which that i love character. that so and i just think i love it so much though too is because you can just see like how much more strength this person has i think people can relate to it with like friends and family and you see how 
like people are trying their best to like keep going mm-hmm. every day and even when there's loads of stuff you can just kind of see it if you can relate to that character i think you can see yeah. it through all of all of the people and i think that it's important that it's oh like the focus on is on mental strength with her yes like using your brain for stuff even though she knows she's weaker than everyone which i think is really unique yes i love that but okay, um, okay. Summer, back to summary Side nice. yes we are entering and she meets a girl who's ahead of her and is like let's swap boots because your boot has no traction and her sister mira had like decked her out and been like wear this wear those boots all of this because you're going to cross a tiny little bridge that <laughs> you're going to fall off of so it's really exciting now we're getting distracted of that <laughs> so tiny little bridge we've got to cross over it um and i can't remember the width of it but oh yeah you no pretty idea. much you guys you definitely gotta put your arms out and kind of balance to go forward my image in my head was like a balance beam almost honestly yeah. but i know it's probably thicker I than feel that like, because yeah. zayden was sitting on it yeah further in which it threw me off because i was definitely picturing like you have to go one foot in front of the yeah other, me too yeah but i don't think that's very true now that we've got more info on it but we are crossing that we meet zayden <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry. So we're crossing that. We meet Zayden, who is at the entrance mm-hmm. um, of the parapet. And then we're crossing. And then we have a giant ass douche canoe who is behind <laughs> us. Jack, Jack Bar- fucking Barlow. <laughs> um, who um, has his eyes on her because Violet is the general's daughter. I should mention that, that we met the general at the beginning. Um, Was Jack a marked one or not? No. 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 Okay, so he didn't grade hate a douche canoe. Okay. Yeah. So he didn't so, hate her for the reason everyone else hated her. No. So, yeah, he, like, throws somebody off. He snaps somebody's neck on assessment day on the sparring mat. He is, he's up there with. He's just terrible. Yeah. yeah. He's a terrible human. Mm-hmm. So, and then we get in. She finds her oldest best friend, who's a year above, who Damn. has. Damn. Who has got a dragon. And we're all already straight in going, Dane's the best friend. He's going to be the love interest because mm-hmm. they've been like inseparable since they were five. So all of this. And then there's a lot of, we've got to get you out of here. Let's get you to the scribes, all of this. Keep going on. Because he thought she was going to die. Yeah. She's different. Exactly. And she struggles a lot. But yeah, she, she, she gets through it. And it's a struggle for Dane, I think, to re- realize that she can do stuff because i think he's seen her as a scribe because she has been training to be a scribe all of her life her dad was a scribe her dad is dead by the way Um, (laughs) (laughs) and so yeah there's a lot there and i think i'm on the fence with dane because i don't want to hate him too much but i know a lot of people hate him because what he does towards the end of the fourth wing book but i'm also trying to think of if you've known someone who is really weak who's never wanted to push herself never thought she could push herself to be more than a scribe or has never been in the situation to where she had to yeah you i feel like you would protect especially because she he loves her yeah worry which we know worry would kind of overpower everything exactly but But i will say like Jeez, man, after so long, you got to just cut it out. Um, like, there comes a point where you go, like, okay, she's obviously chosen, chosen, but he didn't stop the whole time. It was just the whole entire thing. Mm-hmm. It was, ugh. anyways. Okay, so keep skipping. 
Oh, by the way, the day we enter and cross the parapet is October 1st, which is when... No, it wasn't. October 1st was when Fourth Wing Special Edition, sorry, wrong wrong copy of the book, was uh, announced. I didn't know that. Yeah, October 1st. That was the <laughs> Sunday when I was texting you going, there's a secret book behind <laughs> it. And I was like, uh, it has 544 pages, which 5 plus 4 plus 4 is 13. I read that theory. That's not my own theory. Um, or, I don't know, puzzle that we worked out. Anyway, and that made 13. And then the 13th page... Or thirteenth chapter, sorry, in fourth wing is October first and threshing. So that's how I knew I wasn't in any of that. That I was not a part of any of that. Jenny texted me with like all caps and exclamation points and told me to buy some rando book that didn't have a cover, didn't have a title or anything. And I let her talk me into it. Well, it's a good thing because it turned out to be something. But I was like, all right, sure. Yeah, but I was not on the fandom during that time. I like I, I think I said in the our first one is I listened to it. It was terrible because nasal Nancy, and then yeah. I did not care about this book that much. But now I'm invested. I'm invested now. It's, yeah, because I read it, I like it a lot more. So if this was me back then, I would have been like, oh, yes, I would have freaked out. But yeah. And then where are we? So we go through, there's a lot of fighting. They do a lot of hand-to-hand combat, which they call sparring on the mats. And they're supposed to do- I think people in general call it sparring. (laughs) (laughs) That's just what it's called. I feel like sparring is like, I don't know. I picture 300, the movie, and they're like proper like fighting with like spears and stuff. That's how I picture sparring, but- Okay, that's fine. Okay, so I recap it. So, we... <laughs> I love it. I love it. <clears throat> Back to recap. We have Dane, who's trying to get her out. Best friend, Rhiannon, who th- that's the girl that we boot swapped with. They've made it over. They're working through the college week by week. Um, they have to get through all of the sparring sessions, which is the hand-to-hand combat on the mats where they're fighting each other. And Violet's like, well, I'm not going to be able to fight anybody because hello look at me i can't do that so i'm going to poison everybody which smart girl very smart and i love it and her secret book of brennan which brennan is her dead brother yep she has a dead brother and dead dad um (laughs) poor girl um her sister left that for her in her room so it's got lots of tidbits in it that she uses so down for poisoning people which was very lucky that she managed to poison Jack Barlow at one point with some oranges, oranges. Mm-hmm. which I love that so much. <laughs> I should have brought over our vial of oranges because I'm pretty sure I still have it. Yeah. Oh, we were supposed to wear our outfits. Were we? Were I we forgot. That? Yeah, remember we talked about it last time. We're like, oh, it'd be so cool if we were Maybe. Outfits. Yeah, sorry. No, mine's all like packed up neatly <laughs> and ready for the next book. <laughs> yeah, right? But next um, year we'll do it. But yes, we definitely did dress up and do cosplay for the Iron Flame release on November 7th. Um, that was very, so much fun. So much fun. You did not have that much fun. What are you I talking didn't. about? You were <laughs> miserable. It just, my expectations <laughs> were like way up here. <laughs> and it was just, I still loved it when I look at the evening as a whole. But at one point, I was just really sad because they hadn't mentioned our outfits, like, at all. Like, no one had, not one person. And I was just like, 
took us like two weeks to make these. And Not us, lot- you. Okay. Like you. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a lot of detail. We had the vial of orange peel that I had also dried in the window mm-hmm. for a while. And we had like dragon scale corsets on and daggers sheathed in. And we did silver hair and our, and our leather bags. pants. We did the whole, we went the whole nine yards and we'll put in a picture. We should. Yes, we okay. Um, and yeah, no one had mentioned it. So I felt very deflated, to be honest. And I was like, you know what? I wonder what the other places would have been like. <laughs> but then they did a costume contest with, which drew me back in a little bit. And I was like, okay, I'm a bit bit more down um and she won a signed copy yes i did this is not the signed copy this is my note-taking readable copy because my, i'm i'm too much of a fan now all of my all of my copies are in a glass box so oh, i know wow, i've noticed classic, that but this one's got like little nicks and stuff so i'm glad that i read this one exactly and i've got my other one and this corner looks like it was dropped which i haven't dropped it but it's been like yeah impacted on and there's a tiny little tear in one of the pages at the very very top um i noticed it and i was reading it and i was like oh, but it's okay um anyway so back to fourth wing where are we yeah we're getting through all of that there's this gauntlet gauntlet that they do which is sorry i'm reading i'm reading it was the biggest motherfucker is all i saw um <laughs> <laughs> turn the biggest motherfucker out there yeah wait before we get there so we the the gauntlet is an obstacle course think um ninja warriors and stuff like that and they have to like run over these things but there's no net there's no swimming pool at the bottom to catch you you're just gonna fall and die just like on the parapet which is pretty cool um super stressful i could imagine and i would probably wouldn't want to do that bit no and there's a bit where you're supposed to walk up in an x right and with your feet in your hands and i'm like yeah that's not gonna happen it's very ninja american warrior or yes. what is it american ninja warriors is that, the show. Yeah, yeah it's very yeah so it's fantastic to read it and obviously violet can't do the very last one which it's like the the running one the wall. and yeah. it like curves over right and you have to like kind of run and like jump and hang and do this whole thing and she can't do it but she figures out a way because zayden is like uh just do it a different way there's not just one way to do it the right way isn't the only quote for you um (laughs) the day of the assessment of that is the day before threshing but the morning of the walkthrough presentation presentation so thank you you're welcome i didn't say anything but yes Thank you. Um, so the gauntlet, yeah, and Violet finds out a way. She's been saving it. She keeps it a little secret. And so she is making up the gauntlet at the very last thing. She uses her daggers to climb up because that's the other way to do it mm-hmm. because, you know, she thinks about it. Uh, jumps over, then leans down and takes the dagger out that she put her foot on. And Amber, Dave, Mavis, Mavis. Mavis, sorry. She is the one that is like, oh, excuse me, that's a violation and mm-hmm. you should fail, which I don't know what would really happen if they were to not pass, but they didn't fall off and die. Um, I also want to know why she hated her so much. Was it like a jealousy over Dan or what? Like, I don't I'm understand. I'm going to go with that. So that is where we are. And then that afternoon, they move on to presentation where they basically walk in a straight line nervously all the way down a huge line of dragons and a little parade and a bunch of people get flamed and torched to death some everyone makes fun of andarna yes they do they even call her that she's not even a real color 
And I'm like, if you can see her, she's a real girl. Yeah, she's not translucent. I know. I'm like, <laughs> well, it's a real color, like the primary colors, because she's golden. It's like a yellow. That's practically a primary color. I don't know. How dare you say mean things in front of a baby? I know. Which, well, they don't know that she's a baby. Still. I know. To say it to any dragon. But she's a very strong, strong dragon to have decided to line up there at the very end as well. And then the next morning, we're at threshing, and she is trying to find her dragon through the through the call. Mm-hmm. Um, that she would just know. That they just know whose dragon to go to. And then she overhears Jack Barlow and his... What? I don't know how to say the name. Orin? 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 Oh, is it Orion? I don't know. Oh, dude. The O dude. The Orion? Maybe. And one other dude. I don't remember his name. The names, some of the names in this get very difficult to pronounce, but that's what makes it fantasy. (laughs) She overhears Jack Barlow and his posse. Well, (laughs) lack of a better word, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with that. Um, Saying that they're going to go and kill the weakest dragon because it's a threat to all dragons. And why should it live? Because it's. Can't even choose its own color, etc. So they're going to hunt uh, the golden feather tail down, which we then know becomes Andarna. Violet is like, oh, hell no, let's go tell her to fly away because she's going to get hunted down. And obviously we get a lovely stand down of Jack and the other guys. So it's three, right? Mm-hmm. Three on one. Yeah. Violet does very well and manages to flick her dagger into Jack's shoulder. And then he's like, oh my God, my God, I'm going to run away. Yeah, little bitch. (laughs) And he ran. Little scaredy bitch. The second and third years are not allowed to interfere. Not that really Zayden does interfere, but she kind of does a little bit. I'm going to pronounce their names very wrong, but Sayi. Segale. Segale. Okay, let's (laughs) go back. I just got to sing. Sayi is to me. Okay. Segale. So, again. Not that Zayden should really interfere, but he does. And Segeo comes down and is like, whoa, I love this golden feather tail. Something needs to happen because they're all they're both going to die. And Zayden's like, behind you. And then she turns around and one of the assailants has a knife that was about to come down on the top of her head. She manages to get out of that. Zayden and Segeo fly away. Then Tarn comes down and breathes fire on one of them she leaves one of them alive who comes back to attack her with the amber mavis in her bedroom in one night which is a very very low high adrenaline like chapter though because i'm like oh my god wake up wake up and it's great um which is fun and then zayden comes to the rescue there too and it's just like shadow daddy die everybody Mm -hmm. that's great and then darna stops time she does biggest yeah thing in that moment. She she bonds to uh, both the dragons back at threshing, and then yeah, um, Donna in the little feather tail one. She does. She stops time. So we have bonded to both. Mm-hmm. Then there's obviously lots more training and squad battles and all this fun thing, which is something I completely forgot all about the first time I did that read. And you were like, uh, "Do you not remember that they tried to go and get their flags or something?" Oh yeah. And I'm like, what? No, I don't remember there being a scene about going to get flags at all. And then obviously when I was rereading it again, I was like, huh, 
there's a whole scene yeah <laughs> which gave me very like percy jackson vibes so yeah i was a bit like wait what and then i was like oh my god how did i i think it's because i read way too fast the first yeah, time because that was when we were talking about jack dying yeah and i was just like wait he's dead do i remember that and then it took me a minute and I started to catch on. But then when I was rereading it, I was like, oh, yeah. Mm. He gets a lightning strike on her, on him. I apologize, Jack. And a mountain comes down on top of him. Yeah. A literal mountain. Which, yeah. Bye-bye, Jack. I was Don't really come back it. no more, no more, no more, no more. I don't remember the words of that, but it's like, hit the road, Jack. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that was so good. That was so good. Okay. <clears throat> Tarn is the biggest motherfucker. The, the Zayden is actually a marked one. And the marked one is a child or a son or a daughter of the rebellion people. The traitors. The traitors. Which Zayden's dad was a the rebellion leader, I should say. Yeah. And Zayden, the oldest child of 107 kids. So he's actually probably the 108th, right? I did not get that specific. I have no idea. Yes, sure. Okay. Whatever you say. We find out later on that he has 107 scars on his back because he's taking... It's like 120. No, it's 107. It's 107. It is legit. I feel like an iron flame, it says 120. No, 107. But which makes... is 107, which makes me think that 108 would be him. Okay. Unless he's taking a scar for himself. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't know. I don't I don't know. We I I still need more details in that whole situation there. But he has 107 scars, which we are working out that he is taking responsibility for all marked ones, mm-hmm. which means that they can then enter in the rider's quadrant and fight to become a rider to fight to live. And obviously it becomes apparent that there's more going on to Zayden and his non-rebellion rebellion side. Who meant to? <laughs> We get there. Um, and obviously there's a rivalry then between Dane and Zayden because Violet's falling in love with Zayden and Dane is like, no, please don't friend zone me. I really love you. But <laughs> sorry, dude. <laughs> sorry, Dane. And then there is another thing that we should talk about too is that Dane's signet, so when you bond with a dragon, you get a special power, special magical power that makes you different from everybody else. And everyone can do lesser magic, like write with magical mm-hmm. pens or lock doors and do some Harry Potter stuff without wands, which is kind of exciting. And I kind of want to do that too. Um, but there's a more magical power that you get. Dane can touch temples and read minds, which I am in the camp that he does not have to just touch temples or, you know, all of this. Yeah. And there's a lot of... Um, people out there that are on that theory too and have read that he like touches her face say like she 39 39 times or something throughout fourth wing where he like cups her face or and i'm like he's bigger than violet violet's tiny she's a tiny tiny human that i mean if a giant dude's hand not that he's a real giant but you know he's touching the temples it's easier we know somehow that Zayden and Violet have been developing a good relationship. We know that there is something brewing. Brewing. Dare we say brewing? And Dane is like, uh, no, and accidentally reads her mind, I guess. Somehow, I think it's done on purpose, obviously, because he's keeping tabs on on Zayden because he also hates him. But also, Dane's dad 
is Captain. What are you about to say? Captain Atos, a- and that he works for General Sarangale. That's where I'm going to go with that. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying my best to not cross. I was going to say, are you about? To... But no. The, yeah, so Dane's dad is, ca- I'm pretty sure he's the captain, right? Captain Atos. I call it Colonel because in the book it's spelled C-O-L-O-N-E-L. And I don't. Oh, yeah, that's Colonel. Okay. okay, so <clears throat> what's the other thing? So Dane's dad is Colonel Atos, who works for General Sorengale, or at least was the aide at one point. I don't know how this structure is uh, in this college right now and the military aspects of it, which we understand that they've always been together, which is why they've been, like, not separated since they were, like, five. Yeah, Dane and Violet. Yeah, yeah. so... That's how I'm understanding yeah. it, is that they are very yeah. close-knit. Um, but anyway, he's in charge of the squad battle games this year. The war games. The war games. The, yeah, the squad war games, which they all get an assignment as a squad, and they get to go out, and they're going to battle something. I don't think it has flags in this time. So <laughs> they go, but... Zayden is handed a parchment paper that says you are going to Athabine, which is somewhere he told Violet that he had been on a secret flying mission. He went once one evening. He flew there, which, yeah, obviously they are trying to figure out if he is still or not still a part of the rebellion. I guess when he was younger, he wasn't a part of the rebellion. But at least following his father's footsteps. Yeah, following the father's footsteps. Um, which is why he gets sent there because why are you flying to that outpost? So when Dane read that memory, not so secretly, or not so, we know it was a secret that he secretly, he did secretly do it, but you know what I'm trying to say. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we'll just move on from that bit. You got some editing to do. I apologize. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> um, so where are we? So yeah, they get sent to Athabine and then there's a note there because the outpost has been abandoned, mm-hmm. which it shouldn't have been, which it was. Um, but the only person who's in charge of the squad war games that we know, he was completely in charge. So yeah. we know he did it. He planned everything. Dane's dad. And Dane said, I miss, I'll miss you. Yeah. He was, they were leaving. Yeah, which is a total... So he knows too, which I think is choice words on that but <laughs> i'm sure you would all feel this way those that have read it and if you're still listening and you haven't read it then i don't even know i mean i hope that you feel that way because we feel this way that dane is dane can suck it a dick yeah he can he really can because he just went bye violet i miss you oh and by the way dane does try and kiss violet at one point isn't that after threat yeah threshing. Threshing. after they're like we're celebrating like oh my god we've all got dragons woohoo um because they the dragons flew up to the imperium which is the veil and i i imagine that there are like royal dragons or dragon overlords i really i'm not really sure i thought the imperium was like the group of dragons that, like that the discuss council. yeah 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 yeah, and they yeah. have to go, and then you have to wait for their response because they have to approve that Yeah, what? Violet was bonding to two dragons yeah. this year, which is unheard of. Um, anyway, so they're all, like, jumping around and screaming, like, oh, my God, we did it. Like, we survived, and, oh, my God, my arm chopped off. But I'm not really, but pretty close to it. But I'm still alive. Yay. And Dane, instead of being like, oh, my God, Violet, I'm so proud of you. You're amazing. Instead of being like that, he's like, you still need to get out. Only choose 
the feather tail like don't choose the yeah, left turn, yeah. yeah and then he's like let me kiss you and father's like ew <laughs> just stop just just stop this right now which i love because i'm like yeah i think it's run its course my friend we are in the friend zone we've just build a bench and sit there yeah like he's been placed in the box the box for all eternity now and then so we got to the war games we're in Athabine. the outpost is cleared out zayden they check in all the towers they find out that there's a note that says you can either stay and fight the war that is over there down the village down the road over the hill you'll see it or stay being the wing leader do what you need to do and move on to the next post which is where they're supposed to continue the war games and everything so do they stay and save civilians and fight in this war that's coming to them which might show like, that they're traitors yeah or do they go and continue just being loyal navarians navarians which, by the way, I should also point out, it's very exciting that we are currently sitting in Navarre. Yeah, we are literally, literally. <laughs> literally sitting in Navarre. So. Every time I read it, I'm like, ha ha. <laughs> I think I remember like reading it and looking at the map and being like, the Emerald Sea, Navarre. It's us. us. It's literally us. And then I read that Rebecca Yaros was a military wife. So I was like 100% that they were stationed here at one point. One <gasps> hundred yeah that's cool um and yeah and so i was just like this is so cool cool. and yeah i think it's just it's just really cool i just love it (laughs) and then oh by the way as we are going towards atherbine we stop let's backtrack a bit on the summary i'm so sorry it's a a very big book to get into like a 20 minute summary so the biggest threat to Navarre and the kingdom that is in a veil, by the way, which is a magical, magical dome. I think of it in um, the new Buzz Lightyear movie that they put up the shield. I didn't see that. <laughs> Sorry, they put up like a laser shield of like a red dome and nothing can get in and everything. That's how I picture the veil. See, I pictured it like Harry Potter when they're all putting their wands out and making the dome around hogwarts that's what i picture when that is what i picture it's mirror right who can do the ward weaving yeah that she can like extend it yeah and yeah, like yeah, make yeah. it wrap around other things which i think is really cool and what i also think i this is a huge theory by the way that i don't know i'm just i'm literally coming up with it so i'm really sorry I probably doesn't think very much right now but that mirror at some point could get strong enough that I don't want to give it too much. I have a theory too. Let's say an, an iron flame though. Let's say an iron okay, flame. Okay. I just paused and I'm going to write it down. Okay. Because <laughs> I think your theory and my theory are probably similar. Okay. But brew break over. We're back. Yay. So they are on their way to Athabine because they've been sent that way during the squad war games. But on the way, they decide to stop at a lake and have a little drink with the dragons. And Zayden and Mother all like, ooh, smoochy, smoochy. And then out of the side becomes <laughs> smoochy, smoochy. <clears throat> Stop it. The way you just naturally say it like it's nothing, it just kills me. <laughs> smoochy, smoochy. I would not have been able to say that with a straight face, but you're just like, that's just my language. And I'm just going to say it. Anyways, continue. Sorry. Damn street. Lost it for a second. Violet and Zayden are all smoochy smoochy at the lake and out. 
<laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> I don't. I don't even I know. Wh- so I don't even know why my brain. Smooch it. Smooch it. Okay. <clears throat> so they're at the lake. Zayden and Violet are kissing a bunch, and out come out comes this drift. They call them the drift, and they are uh, griffins. And they are coming out. I can't concentrate on it anymore. <laughs> oh, I fucking love it. Okay, I just need another break. That's what we need. Let me just have a sip for a second. Mm. <sighs> Made me cry. <clears throat> Okay. <clears throat> My nose hurts now. <laughs> so sorry. Griffins. Okay, so Griffins. So yeah, we're going back to they stop at the lake for a little drink with the dragons. Out comes um a drift of Griffins, which is what Navarre's biggest that's where we got to earlier. Navarre's biggest threat is Griffins. That's what they say. That's all that it is in battle brief, in history class and all of that, is that the <laughs> You're distracting us. <laughs> you just come in for one second and that's it. Okay, so even in Battle Brief, History Class, you name it, it's all about this. That's the only thing that's a problem out there. Which, can you get Mike's heart two, 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 please? Um, okay, so Griffins, we think that they're the only ones there. They're the, yeah, they're the threat. That's what everyone's afraid of, which is odd because they can't fly at a high altitude. They can't breathe fire. They can't do very much. Mm-hmm. But then it turns out that Zayden actually knows them. And that's part of the rebellion because they actually start talking. Yeah. And like- then Chan is like, uh, no, Violet is like, what's happening? And then turns like, oh, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. Because, by the way, we love him. And she's like, uh, Tarn, are you getting this? Are you aware of this? And he's just like, um, yep. I couldn't tell you, though. So sorry about that. And she's like, what the fuck is happening? So sorry, they get to the Athabine outpost first. And then they find that because Liam, best friend Liam, who, by the way, was protected to guard Violet most of the year at the college because when after she gets attacked at night which is totally against the codex and amber mavis was the one who was leading that little attack on violet and she actually gets killed by who kills it was it is it um it's dragon uh oh who's dragon because she just gets toasted doesn't she get toasted yeah it's not taryn though i I think it's markham's Interesting. I don't remember what dragon that was. Or someone tell us. If oh, maybe it was Taryn. Maybe? Taryn. Tarn. Whatever. One of them. Sorry. Yeah, one of those. So Anyways, a dragon burned her. Which is very good. And Dane was being the biggest douche canoe at that time mm-hmm. because they were in front of everyone. And he's like, let me touch your face. Let me, let me just see the memory. And she's like, whoa. Like, take your hands and take them away. Keep them to yourself, dude. And then she actually gets Tan to share that memory with everybody mm-hmm. um, so that she they are all seeing what Violet saw and Violet saw was Amber opening her door and backing away and like locking it and running. Oh, not really locking it, but she just she's like, oh, shit, she's awake. Why? I'm out. Yeah. Because um, he could control what they saw and what they didn't. So mm-hmm. he, they could block out the time stopping part. Yes. Which, where if Dane had looked at her memories, what he would that's right. I've seen it. Yeah. And then on Donna would have been at risk or Feathertails, the whole situation there. 
So we are protecting our little golden dragon there in piece of info with anybody, mm-hmm. which we're not allowed to share that with anybody. Nobody, not best friend, nothing. Only the four of them because I'm going to pronounce her name wrong again. Sigail. Sigail and Tarn are mated bonded pair, which Zayden is mated, not mated. <laughs> oh, bonded. <laughs> Zayden, well, we're pretty much mated to Violet by now. Oh. But Zayden oh. is mated to Sigail and Violet to Tarn. Did I say it wrong? To, again? You said mated again, but it's fine. <laughs> You guys know what I mean, okay? Uh, they're bonded together, which actually links all of them together. They're all linked, which is adorable, right? Because yeah. Zayden wants to kill her, apparently. What we're thinking, that Violet thinks anyway. And Violet's like, oh, I just want to live. I don't even want to know if I want to be here. But I kind of do because I'm doing really well. So they are can eventually talk to each other, which is really fun. There was a theory that Zayden was an intrinsic and he could read minds and stuff. But I was in that camp. I was so on board with that theory. I was there. I was like rising the ranks in there. But I have gone off of that because of the POV point of view Mm -hmm. chapters where he says it took me like two weeks to figure out that she was poisoning. I was like, wow, then he didn't read minds, did he? I think he can sense feelings. Yeah. But that bit where she's getting attacked in the bedroom um, and he, she says in her head, like, oh, my God, I'm alive. Or I didn't die or something like that. And then she, he's like, no, you didn't. You're alive. And she's like, oh, I didn't know I said that out loud. But I think that's the bond. Yeah. Because her senses and her guard was so, like, blown open at the brink of death there that I think the communication had gone through the dragons and into Zayden. So I think that's what he was responding to. Not so much reading her mind, which yeah. is where I was before. Yeah. I was like, yeah, he's reading her mind. But no, I'm off that now. I'm off that theory. Yeah. And I, I think he can sense, and I have some notes on it. So when we actually get into the discussion, we'll talk about it. But I think he can. Yeah. And I was going to say also, because he, I think, also says that when they're trying to talk to each other, he says, you, oh, I've been at this a lot longer than you or something like that. Yeah. So I think he's been have been able to communicate or at least hear her more than she has realized that she could have been doing it too at the yeah, same time. Yeah, for sure. And so I think that was playing in it a little bit too. Um, and then at the end, so we've met the Griffins. They're nice but evil and there's lots of questions going on. They get to the outpost and Violet's a little bit pissed and, off and she's like, okay, I trust you, but not really. And then Liam, who the, this is where I got to with the signet powers, he can, it is Liam, right? Mm-hmm. Can do it. He can project himself. No, he's got farsight. Oh, he's got the farsight. Who's the one that, oh, never mind. Sorry. It's okay. That bit happened when they went in and to steal the whole, um, the map. Mm-hmm. In Was that squad game? Yeah. And they won because they went into her mother's office and stole the big map, which was the, what would really hurt us if it fell into the enemy's hands? And obviously they figured something out and they're like, the map, the up-to-date war map. So so that was great. They did that. Sorry, carry on. Where are we? We're at the outpost right now. We used to be at (laughs) Athbine, but... How many times we're at Vazgaeth again? (laughs) I can't. You might have to just try to get to the end of the book and I can't. It's because I don't want to relive a certain part, but it's okay. So Liam has farsight and he's like, 
I can see beyond down the road. Yeah. And there's some people that don't really look like people and they are setting stuff on fire and rummaging through buildings and destroying stuff. And we're like, well, that doesn't sound like a drift of griffins. That sounds like something else. And then we become aware that the civilians down there are in trouble. So we're running and we are all in fight. The griffins actually come and fight with us. With us, because, yeah, again, I'm there. I'm there. Um, so we go, we're fighting, and then we discover that it's actually the venom, which Why? everybody knew about, by the way, except for Violet. Poor Violet again. So Violet has the most knowledge about the venom because her dad used to read her the fables, which are basically... I picture them as like the grim fairy tales. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at with, with that picture in my brain anyway. So that is why she has the most knowledge because she's like, oh yeah, well, I mean, they're not true. They're just bedtime stories that are meant to scare us. And you know, how many bedtime stories are supposed to make you do stuff, be nice and don't piss your parents off and stuff like that. Eat your dinner, you know, that kind of eat your greens. All the kids out there eat greens, but it just spinach. Um, so yeah, she actually has the most knowledge, which is amazing. But there's this huge battle, obviously, and the wyverns are dragons who don't have four legs and aren't magical. Well, they kind of are magical, but they're created by magic, which is also the venom put power into them, yeah, and create them, yeah. Which in the big battle scene, we figure out when Violet's trying her hardest to. Oh, by the way, Violet's signet is lightning. She can. She pissed me the fuck off during that whole scene. The whole scene pissed me the fuck off. It's, it's the same. I feel the same. So there's a whole battle that is like at least. How, I don't even know how many chapters. I never counted actually. But it's a good couple of chapters at the end. And it's yes, the end of the scene. book, really. It is, yeah. Lots of things are happening. They're trying to save the civilians. They're also trying to figure out like what the Venom are actually looking for. Now, my theory is they're looking for her, which is weird. I understand, but I do believe they were lured there. I don't think that's weird, but I think they're looking because she's this magical super. Finish the summary before we go okay, into theories. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm going. I'm like, my brain just goes. Okay. So, because I just can't get to the next sentence. I want to say that. I don't want to say that. Liam dies. No. <laughs> okay. Terribly. 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 Heart gut-wrenchingly awful death, which breaks my heart. But we are obviously in a giant battle and the Venom do some crazy weird shit that drains the innards out of everybody and turns them into dusty bone piles. No, they're kind of carcasses, aren't they? Because at one point they like drain all of the life out of everywhere and turns everything silver. Like it, the, there's a sentence that says that the flowers turn to silver. Yeah. Um, but they can literally just drain everything. So all of the life. So there's one, is it Soleil and her dragon? They get, they die first. They just get, sucked into a shell and then they it basically describes them as crumpling yeah and then that's they die and then because they touched the ground the venom was on and like taking yeah like they were trying to absorb power and stuff which is madness i just like picturing that like just yeah it's crazy and then they're obviously trying to fight there's venom on the backs of the wyvern and stuff and 
Terran is like, oh, I'm going to get this one. And Violet's looking at Zayden because Zayden's doing some badass shadow stuff, stuff, you know? And I'm just like, he's got like a lasso of shadows and he's just like bringing some wyvern down. And it's just, it's awesome. But yeah, she's not paying attention at all, which is, you know, that's her fault. And <laughs> Ten almost gets attacked. And then Liam swoops in and saves them a little bit. But then he gets knocked off. Oh, by the way, though, Liam does some really cool badass shit, though, because he runs off the back, jumps onto the other back of a uh, thing, and then slices a venom with the special daggers that they have. The only things, magically, that can kill the venom, mm-hmm. which I'm, it's, it's annoying that they're daggers, because I'm reading it, and I'm like, why didn't you make bows, you stupid idiot? <laughs> because I'm like, Something else. <laughs> anything else is a long distance, so you don't have to get so close with a tiny little yeah. dagger and like try and kill them. Um, so yeah, I think they're stupid for that. But anyway, <laughs> other than that, I'm sure props to you guys though. You're doing really well in this little tiny revolution that you're trying to do. Re- What's the other word? Rebellion. Rebe- thank you. I was like, rebellion? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, they have these little daggers and they're doing really well for the rebellion and all of this, which is fantastic, but I still think they should be bows and arrows because that's the furthest distance you need to do i don't know or cannon balls or something Something. Ah, Something. anything anything that doesn't mean i have to get up close and personal with the venom with red spidery eyes yeah and veins all over their face because no thank you so liam saving them and fighting off a werven that was trying to attack terran and violet and then unfortunately it's day right day is the dragon and i think it's a she yeah she gets mm-hmm. attacked. And the wyvern isn't really an animal because Tern is like getting its jaws around this wyvern and ripping to shreds its wings and it's it's getting completely destroyed, but it, it will care. not yeah. let go of day like at all. And it's just awful because it's just it's eviscerating. Just yeah. yeah. It's just killing and it's awful. And day actually dies first, which is where the whole a dragon without its rider is a tragedy, but a rider without its dragon is dead. dead. Which that's kind of like the whole thing of Fourth Wing. The yeah. whole it's like on the back front cover, I think, at the top. It's the the slogan for Fourth Wing. And this is like the first real instance that we get that when a to dragon dies, then you've got like a minute. Because the way that Liam dies, he just He's not in a lot of pain. I think he's in the pain of day, but his just heart is is slowing. He's just yeah, he's just slowly dying. He's just, slowly just dying. stopping. Yeah, and I think it's yeah, it's just so sad. And he's trying. And, and Violet was trying to hold on to him, and we're trying to get to day, but day's gone when he. She, I think it's a she. She falls to the floor, um, dead. And Liam is trying to get to the dragon. He's like, please take me to her. I need to be with her. Um, and Violet can't. She's like got broken shoulders and discombobulated and all this stuff going on. And she's trying, but she can't make it. But then Zayden comes and saves, not saves the day, but saves Violet from failing. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I love it that, that Violet and Liam do get that one-on-one time, but then Zayden and Liam get that one-on-one because they're best friends. For like a second, though, because then it's just Zayden like yelling out in his shadows. Oh, no. It's the, the whole scene, man. The whole scene. You've you've read it. 
because otherwise if you haven't you've been warned and you just got told like this other part of the whole book yeah it was hard i think i was just trying to fluff around trying to get to that bit because how on get to that bit yeah it's terrible and then um at one point though violet's all angry angry and wants to kill somebody and one venom is like you're so magical and you don't even know it you have the entire power of the whole sky and you don't even know what to do with it what a shame i'm gonna tell my master on you something to those words of mm-hmm. face, you know and then the venom actually stabs violet with a poison blade which i'm really intrigued what the poison is because we have a poison master violet who's been poisoning everybody for a while i mean She's not actually a poison master in the sense of the book. But anyway, we get taken off to a healer who's going to try and save Violet. And it's only when we read Zayden's point of view that we discover who that is. If we didn't have those chapters at the end, we would be walking into Iron Flame. Who the fuck did we go to? Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, huh? Zayden gives us it away, doesn't he? Yeah, but it's in the original book, though. But that's the very first last chapter is Aiden's first yeah so without the extra chapter if she'd have just left it as fourth wing we would never have known no darling in the regular fourth wing the last chapter is Zayden's chapter okay and then we get the two extra chapters after that okay i take it back i take it back (laughs) i'm like if she didn't switch up povs then we would never have got the knowledge that we meet brennan And the book of Brennan, Brennan is the dead brother who is not dead anymore. Yeah, he's alive. He's alive. Very much alive. Okay, so you ready to get the theories? theories? Yeah, because I'm over the summary. The summary just took an hour, by the way. (laughs) Sorry, guys, but get the summary out of the way. We'll edit that down. I was about to say, I feel like we could also stop it. Yes, we could. And then do like a... Do a summary one and then do a talk. Okay. Okay. So we're going to go and fetch a new brew and we are going to do a fourth wing chat. Chat and chat. A chat. A little little chat about theories, favorite quotes, favorite characters, awesome parts, saddest parts, just the whole chat. I think we just covered which one the saddest part is. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. (laughs) But, okay, so we'll see you in the next episode when we do our chat on it. This was the summary um, provided to you by Miss Jenny. Thank you. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye.